Here we go. Hello, welcome to the Kaiju Transmissions podcast. I'm your co-host Kyle Bird, and I'm Matt Parmley. Um, how you doing today, man? Um, whatever your name is. <laughs> it's just the two of us tonight. So it's, it's <laughs> we're struggling. Uh, let's just start. Uh, okay, okay. We're 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 gonna start over. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Welcome to the Kaiju Transmissions Podcast. My name is Kyle Bird. I'm Matt Parmley. And uh, welcome back. How are you tonight, Matthew? <laughs> uh, very sleep deprived, but good. Well, good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're hanging in there over there. Um, well, today we have uh, two movies from... The land of Thailand. You ever been to Thailand, Matt? I, I like Thai food. Oh, so do I. Yeah, Thai food's amazing. Thai food's great. I haven't eaten no, Thai food I, in a while. I've never been to Thailand. Me neither, unfortunately. Um, but yes, uh, now I want Thai food. Um, <laughs> Pad Thai, man. Pad Thai is like the oh, easy go-to. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my... Uh, my dish of choice. Anyway, so um, yeah, so Thailand—not uh, a country we think of often when we think of monster movies. Um, with uh, you know, kaiju movies of Thailand, the, there's obviously the uh, the Chayo uh, films, the Ultraman stuff, and then the other. Um, movies that the guy Sands made over there, which are all crazy. Um, I mean, that's a whole can of worms. And then there was uh, Garuda, which we talked about um, a few years ago. Um, yeah, and that's like pretty much it. Um, and then, yeah, oddly enough, last year um, they had two uh, giant monster movies come out. Um, and even weirder, they both came out here this year, and they both came out here in the same week. <laughs> um, which is really odd. Um, so uh, there's the, the two that we're talking about are uh, The Lake, um, 
which uh, I feel like has been getting a lot of publicity because um, it's a Dread Central, um, you know, the horror website. They have like their own like distribution for independent films and stuff. Uh, they picked up the lake, so uh, I feel like that's been getting a lot of heavy promotion. Um, and then the other one is The Beast Below, um, which I haven't seen as much stuff for, but I know that... Um, that one, you know, is out. Um, I know it's. I know Walmart has been selling it. That's one where, like, God, I hate when they do this. Um, that's one where, like, it's only on DVD. Like, it's not on Blu-ray. Um, and like, I guess I know why. It's because DVD is, believe it or not, the most, still the most bought form of home media. Probably because there's so many people, like older people, that. Never got a Blu-ray player and never got on the streaming stuff. Like, um, I don't know, a couple of my favorite movies from like the last few years. Uh, he Never Died, starring Henry Rollins, and um, Yakuza Apocalypse, the Mike film. Like those, yeah. they did the same thing with those. Where like, there's no Blu-ray, and it's very irritating. Um, I do uh, slight, well, not, not really correction, because you're not technically wrong, but. The uh, the Blu-ray comes out for the lake on May sixteenth. Yeah, that so one, one. Yeah, I, I well, the Beast Below is only on DVD right now. Oh yeah, no, that's but yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah. The lake is May sixteenth. Um, right now, though, you can rent it on um, you know Amazon, Vudu. You know, rent it for a few bucks. Um, and yeah, the the Beast Below is also on v- VOD that you can rent, or uh, if you have a library card, you can watch it on Hoopla. Hoopla is amazing. Hoopla is a streaming service where if you have a library card, you just have access to a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, these are, I mean, it's, uh, it's always nice to have more of this stuff coming out here, so it's one of those, like, you know, I'll take it however I, however it's coming coming to me but um uh yeah uh the these have been i guess um you know there's been trailers and stuff floating around for these for a while you know probably the better part of a year um and uh so we're gonna talk about both of those today um so uh i don't know if this is gonna be a the start of a big monster movie boom out of thailand or or what but um who knows uh anyway i guess um i guess we're gonna start with the lake um who uh if people haven't uh listened yet um we did just put out an interview with the director lee tongkam who is a pretty chill guy um we interviewed him uh, about the movie and that interview's out, so, you know, you can always listen to that if you want to learn a little bit more. But, uh, so yeah, um, The Lake, uh, I guess I'll, I, since I'm already talking, I'll give a little plot rundown of, of The Lake. This is um, about uh, a big monster in a lake, anyway, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, one day one of its eggs um uh is drug ashore in I think a fishing net and a little girl takes it and um the 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 monster is not happy about that so it's trying to get its egg back um 
before we meet the big monster, there's also another. Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if I don't know I don't know if they ever say it's a baby, but it's it's another offspring of the giant one. Yeah, um, and uh, that goes tearing through the countryside. Um, you know because their home has been disturbed, and uh, the the kid has this egg. Um, and uh, so we have um, uh, that that little girl. Uh, she has two older siblings. Um, and then we also have uh, a detective who is estranged from his daughter. They have a very tumultuous relationship, and um, you know she's in high school, and she's like you know your typical uh, you know kind of bratty teenager. And then um, we also have these uh, these scientist characters um, that are you know trying to figure out what's going on with uh, this, this one character who has been mauled by the small monster and is like basically experiencing, they have like a kind of a link where he experiences anything that the monster does, like you know, if it gets stabbed, he feels it, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of characters in this thing, um, and so those are all kind of various subplots that, you know, throughout the movie come together in one way or another. Um, and obviously, you know, anyone that's seen, you know, Gorgo or, you know, the Lost World, Jurassic Park, Gappa, stuff like that, you know, whenever, you know, a baby monster is, is taken, um, this kind of has some of those beats of, you know, the, the parent monster is going to come look for it. Um, so, uh, that's, you know, the most simple synopsis i can give um i think but uh but yeah you know so you kind of get a lot of um the smaller monster rampaging through the first half um and then you know uh latter half of the movie is when uh the big um you know giant creature comes and starts rampaging through the the city and you know the it trying to find its egg um so that's the lake um i i think this one um uh was talked about a lot online um more than beast below probably because um the last summer i think i think it was like yeah last summer when the um the first trailers came out um they those were really good trailers, really cut together well. You know the movie shot really well, and so um, you know I I think a lot of people were really looking at this like, oh, this could be like the next you know, the host or or something. You know this is a this unexpected creature movie that's you know it's not based on a, a pre existing property. Um, so uh, you know I think a lot of people you know were kind of had a lot of had high expectations for this um and uh i think we're i mean we're but we're pretty much on the same page with both of these movies i think um and uh while the lake is you know entertaining enough i i have to say you know i I don't think it really uh met the the expectations that maybe were a little unrealistic you know i think people were really wanting this to be you know the next like all timer and it's not that. <laughs> uh 
No. Uh, yeah, and, no, and we'll, you know, we'll, and we'll, we'll obviously talk about the reasons why and what, what worked for us and what didn't. Um, but, uh, yeah, just overall, you know, first impressions we'll get into. But, yeah, Matt, um, save me from talking more. <laughs> and, yeah, let me know, you know, what were your, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, first, I think we would be remiss without mentioning we did get a screener copy sent to us, which was pretty cool. So if you want to see something about the lake, you can actually go to epic-pictures.com backslash film backslash the lake. And you can see all of the uh, movie details there. And they were gracious enough to send Bird and I uh, a screener copy of the movie for our review for the podcast today. So that was pretty cool. Um, there is a lot, I think, about this movie that I like. And equally, maybe if not more so, some frustrations that I think we both probably share. Um, there's a lot of characters. Yeah. And we... <laughs> the, the amount of characters makes it a bit confusing to follow, I think, at times. One of my frustrations that I felt um, is the movie... Like, the first... I, I would say the first act is really solid. Like, it almost starts off with, like, a horror, like, slasher movie where the police are trying to figure out like what's killing all the people. You're getting a fairly high body count. They're uncovering all these different bodies in different locations. And then you're introduced to like multiple sets of characters. So you have the detective and his daughter, which you talked about. Um, You also have these two scientists characters. And if you listen to our interview with the director, Lee, what we found out is basically in order to secure additional funding for the film, um, they brought on a co-director and they fu- and they secured some uh, financing from a Chinese production company, which meant that they were going to have to include Chinese uh, actors in the film. But what ends up happening is that these two characters are kind of ham-fisted into the movie and they don't really have a real purpose and they don't show up too much. And they sort of like show up and they talk about global warming and uh, why the monster might be there. And then they sort of disappear and then they show up at a hospital scene later and they kind of show up during pieces of the rampage, but there's not anything of value or substance from those two set of characters other than they kind of pad the runtime. Yeah. And, and for the first half of the movie, they're almost kind of, they're like the ones kind of running the show. And then, yeah. And then, you know, they end up kind of being, you know, sidelined for the, for the actual characters (laughs) later on. Um, but we, I, yeah, I remember when we, when we watched it, we were like, that's kind of weird. And then obviously, you know, in talking to the director, it's like, oh, well, this is a subplot (laughs) and characters that were forced upon him. So, you know, you, you can tell. (laughs) Yeah, you can, you definitely feel that. And I think one of the other takeaways from the interview that we had with him is this movie has, it's it's steeped in like Thai legend tradition folklore, and he wanted to keep it more like mystical sort of in nature by adding these two characters to provide like a scientific explanation. It is at odds somewhat with its own themes. I yeah, think. and there's like there's some spiritual themes coming and going in this movie as well. I, I feel like it's just a hodgepodge of stuff, and we'll talk about some more of those things. Um, the other I think frustrating part is that the the detective and his daughter, I think have the ability to be the most interesting characters in the film, but we don't meet the daughter really until I don't halfway through. Yeah. It's pretty late. Bird, did you catch why they're estranged? Cause I don't think it explains it. Um, Mother's past. I know that. Yeah. I, I I mean, I, I, I don't want to say it does or doesn't explain just cause I don't 
quite remember. You know, it's been a few weeks since I watched this, but um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of some of it is just yeah, you know, you know, your goofy teenager shit. But it sounds like you know, uh, it sounds like there's probably it sounds like there's some resentment left from you know. When the mother, di- you know, I get the feeling that the mother was probably the one doing most of the parenting, and dad was always at work, um, and just never really there for her. And you know, it, it, combine that with, you know, being a teenager, and you're gonna have a an angsty, an angsty little <laughs> shit to deal with. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I, that, it was weird because there's a conversation that they have. In, in a car and he's asking his daughter like well it's not about a boyfriend it's me isn't it um and like it never explains like what happened between them to make them this way and I, and i wish this movie sometimes suffers from like they tell don't show like they tell you what's happening instead of showing you what it could be and that's a bit i think frustrating um what i do like about it since i've been harping on it for a little bit I do think it's shot really well. I do think the monsters are pretty cool. Um, we've always lamented on our podcast about how so many films, you know, the CG takes over. This is about 60% practical effects, uh, maybe for better or for worse in some cases, but there's a really large prop that's used for the, the main monster that actually is really cool. Um, I actually think the CG overall wasn't bad, to be honest. I, there's a couple really cool shots of the larger monster that are done CG. And then you have the uh, man in suit essentially, or like a, a human adult size prop that's used for one of the other monsters. And it's, it's pretty nice. I do think and bird, I would love to hear your perspective on this. Um, I do think sometimes the prop, like the effectiveness is lessened because of how often you see it. Like, uh, get the same repetitive shots of the monster peering in through various different windows or various little angles, and it feels kind of it just. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, the the monster's cool. Um, I mean, I echo what you said about you know the CG not being that bad at all. Like, um, I, I, you know, I was convinced that you know for the later scenes with the monster, um, the bigger monster, like rampaging through the city, that that was like a guy in a suit and. You know, uh, he said, you know, for the big monster, we just had the big prop. So, uh, you know, some of that stuff was probably CG. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think when it comes to certain things like how how the 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 giant one is filmed, you know, they could have gotten a little bit more creative with, you know, the angles that they're filming it. But um, but I mean, the, the monster is cool and all. Uh, the guy that designed it is a uh, uh, Amer- American. Uh, I believe, but uh, mo- mostly Hollywood work. A guy named George Duchel. He's he's worked on everything from um, you know uh, Starship Troopers to you know Predator, Avatar, um, Cloverfield. Um, so you know they they got the right guy for it, and the monster is really cool. But I get what you mean, especially. Um, like the there's like you know it's looking through some trees and then it's looking through a car window or whatever and it's all kind of the same shot just filmed in different places <laughs> um yeah uh yeah no i mean uh, pretty much all the monster stuff is cool uh i i it's one of those where it does a really good job of kind of showing you 
um, a little bit of the monster, uh, like like slowly, you know, showing a little more and a little more and a little more. Um, I think the editing sometimes is uh, not the greatest, especially like. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially like the the scene where the small monster first comes yeah. out and starts like running through the village and just like picking people off. It's like it's it's like a nightmare of film editing, pretty much. Um, yeah, can we can we talk like the 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 movie suffers from this thing where like you're in the middle of a scene and people will be will be talking. And then it will cut to a, an entirely different group of people having a different conversation, but it's like a quick edit. And you're not always entirely sure if you've left like the location itself. It, and then the same thing is also true with a lot of the monster stuff where it quick cuts back and forth so much that it's sort of almost indecipherable what's happening. It's like disorient. It's disorienting, it really but but like not in the way that like yeah. Oh, it's a chaotic scene, and so it's a chaotic situation, so the audience is supposed to be disoriented. It's more, like, disorienting in the way that, like, if you remember in, like, the early 2000s, when, like, every action movie had a fight scene, and it was just, con- like, cutting so much that you were like, okay, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Like, It's Transformers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, so, the... Again, the monster stuff is cool, but it, it's uh, like there's never I feel like for the most part, there aren't scenes in this film that get to breathe at all because it's just giving you whiplash back and forth. And the we haven't really talked that much, but there's, a, a I think, a brother. Yeah. Brother, sister character that you mentioned earlier. where like he gets attacked by the the little monster that eventually is captured and he gets bitten and he share any he, he shares a link. And it's like really, it's fairly obvious, like that they're linked together, but we never fully understand why. And um, I thought initially, I was like, "Wait a second, maybe he's going to get sick because there's this cool sequence where like he he shows his wound, and the wound has this same trait of like the monster's skin, where it's very slimy and gooey and stuff mm-hmm. that wasn't there before." And I thought maybe he's becoming one, maybe he's going to like get this infection, but no, he just shares the life force of the of the monster. Well, I, I mean, speaking of, you know, the sharing the life force of the monster and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, we talked about the inter- interference from, you know, the Chinese under the production. Um, yeah. You know, insisting these char- scientist characters are there to explain everything. Um, and so, you know, the Chinese audience has Chinese actors to follow around. Um, and, uh, you know, when, you know, I, I think he was kind of, you know, giving, I guess, Cliff's Notes answers with some of these questions we asked him, probably because, I don't know, I mean, the, the, he's, got a pro- he's got a movie to promote, you know? He's not going to be like, oh, this really sucked that, you know, I couldn't make the movie I wanted, but... You know, I mean, you listen to our interview with him, and he's he he talks a lot about things that were either in the original script that didn't make it, or ideas that you know weren't you know fleshed out because of X, Y, and Z. And I think I think um, you know when he said you know they wanted me to put more science in it, and you know they brought in this other director to like direct these extra scenes with these extra characters that are giving all the sciencey stuff. Um, 
you know, when we were talking to him about like, okay, where, where did this movie come from? What, what the idea behind it? And he was talking about things like, you know, the, because the, the, um, uh, the place where it takes place, um, is, uh, um, uh, I have it in front of me. Boing, Boing, ugh, I'm probably not going to do this name any favors, but, uh, Boing Khan, uh, province, which is like a little rural area of Thailand where he grew up, and so he's really connected to that area of the country. It's local, um, you know, folklore and things like that. And um, you know, he he was talking about, you know, in the the Mekong River, there is a creature, and I I looked up a little bit more of that. Um, there is a creature, uh, that, you know, people say they see, you know, I guess a cryptid almost. Um, and, uh, he's referring to something called, a Fayanak, Fayanak, um, which is a water serpent. Um, kind of, uh, I would say probably kind of like people say they see it in like a Loch Ness monster kind of thing, but, um, it's also tied into, um, like local, uh, like, uh, Thai myth and folklore, like the it's supposed to be a naga, which is a, myth, a mythical water serpent, um, and uh, you know those kinds of uh, the, the naga creatures are you know prominent in or pro- prominent in Hinduism, Buddhism, um, and you know he mentioned Buddhism in in the interview we did with him. Um, he also mentioned, like, there's a scene, like, towards the end of the movie where a Buddhist monk, like, comes face-to-face with the monster, and, like, the monster doesn't do anything to him, and he just kind of, like, looks at it very, like, I guess, understandingly, peacefully. Um, and so, when you start to look at stuff like that, you know, uh, Buddhism, another big thing of Buddhism is that all life is connected. Um, and And I think that's another thing that, you know... It, the the connection between the the brother and the small monster i think is is part of that i guess message and um you know it seems like the movie is intended or is how it was on paper was supposed to be much more um examining you know that kind of spiritual um viewpoint that you know all life is connected and you know the we also see more obvious parallels between you know the the one monster trying to get the egg back and how you know we have a father character who you know is trying to protect his daughter and the things that make us and the monster not so different and so i think i think that's all, I think all the reason so much of this stuff doesn't make sense in the movie is because uh, I mean kind of like what you said it's cla- the the spiritual element of it and the spiritual metaphors and symbolism there's they're clashing very hard with the scientific yeah. stuff and I mean it's it it, it, it it's it's like if it, it, you know, it's like trying to make a Christian movie all about you know the force of God, and then having someone trying to be like, oh hey, like explain it all scientifically, and then it's like, okay, suddenly you have two different movies. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunately because of all that, the, the movie 
like has it just feels really disjointed and, and a bit of tonal whiplash. Um, so there's a moment in the movie that I think is actually really well done. And that's, there's a sequence in the middle of the film. You basically have a standoff between the creature and the detective and his daughter's with them in, her, in the car. And it's got a, a lot of, I mean, it's, it's like the T-Rex scene in Jurassic park in terms of how the, how it plays out in many ways. But, um, the movie does take a risk here by killing the daughter. And I actually think that sequence is, is could have been really, really powerful, except as I mentioned before, we don't see their bond until halfway through the movie and it's not incredibly established. And so like, you know, the, the, the sense of loss that I wanted to feel for her dying and I wanted to feel for the father, it sort of lessened the impact. I don't know how you felt about it, Bird, but for me it was kind of like, Man, I wanted that to work so well, but it it just yeah didn't. yeah I agree. Well, that's a natural segue into what I think is maybe the other big issue with this, which is, I mean, so you have you have you have studio interference, which is like really messing up the whole message of the movie and making it kind of confusing. Uh, and then, so that's a big one because where. All the ideas that I talked about, like with the Buddhism and, you know, the local folklore and, you know, the, the religious aspect of it, there's, I mean, I, I truly think that there was probably, there was something really special there that I think got watered down and sidelined in that whole process. The other thing um, is uh you know it's very common of independent filmmakers when they make a movie when they have too many ideas and mm. they they're like you know f- like like Lee was saying like I really hope this does well because like I already know like what I want to do if there's a second one if there's a third one and you know very common mistake is assuming you'll get a sequel and i don't know he was i i get it cuz that's a it's a difficult position to be in because the way he explained it cuz we asked about that we were like what's with the killing the daughter so early and he was like well with those characters i wanted like her to finally accept him like and that was their obvious arc, right? But he was he was like, but I really like that main character of his name's James. It's like I really like the character of James, and I and so I wanted him to also have a redemption arc. And I didn't know in 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 my head that redemption arc plays out through you know two or three films, and you know I don't want to feel like. I'm guaranteed a sequel, so it's like in case I don't get a sequel, I want to do more with him in this. And so that's where it's like, you know, he he gave in to some, some early filmmaker <laughs> temptations, I think, because it's like, you know, instead of worrying about his redemption arc, just focus on him and the daughter. You know, if you're lucky enough to get a sequel, then follow that through a little bit more. But it's like... It's one of those things where it's like, okay, I want to do this, but I'm not sure if I'm going to get a sequel, so I I want to do it here. And you see that with a lot of stuff. Like, um, I mean, you see that with a lot of movies, actually. Like, 
you know, it's, it's too bad Trev's not here because he has a whole podcast about <laughs> about movies that failed to launch franchises. And a lot of the time, it's like, yeah, there's so many ideas in here that not everything makes sense and not everything lands because you know, if in case there's not a sequel, they feel like they need to do it in the first entry and like. You know, it's something that a lot of filmmakers, especially people that are, you know, writer, writer directors, um, like sometimes you need to just pull back and be like, okay, I need to just accept the fact that I might not be able to get a sequel and I might not be able to do this. Um, instead of being like, well, in case I don't get the sequel, I'm going to do it here anyway. Um, and so uh, the redemption arc of this character within this one movie feels weird um <laughs> especially because it's like it that that whole bit takes place over like 20 minutes yeah because so it's so quick because we see him being like accused of being like kind of like a deadbeat dad a little bit then we see his daughter dying and like in like in her last 10 seconds of living you know i guess she finally has a little bit of respect for him and then we've been told he's like not the best parent so then we're watching him have to be heroic throughout the rest of the movie and then at the end when the 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 local police decide to cover up the monster attack he you know we we see how that how that conflicts with his morals and he turns in his badge and he's like well now i'm now i want to instead of being a cop i'm just gonna go try to learn more about these creatures and if we get a sequel it'll be him as like a monster hunter or something and it's like that's a lot for one character <laughs> to be yeah, doing like, in, in in one movie, but let alone within the like forty five minutes that that yeah. whole that all of that transpires, and it's like you know if he did just pull back on that and just focus on like the heart of that relationship, you know, um, you know, I think we would have had a more relatable um, central story. Um, like their relationship should have been the the center of the movie, and then you know maybe she gets killed closer to the end, and you know they they finally like get to like bond better. But the way it is, we see them together for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, and there you know there's um we should <laughs> you mentioned the ending of the movie. It is the ending has so much stuff that happens, and it also feels like comes out of nowhere that it's just like. I was honestly flabbergasted. So up until this point, there's been no, like all of the people that have been shown to be related to the government have been like sort of these upstanding citizens trying to do their job well. And then at the end of the film, Bird, you mentioned the, the government com- uh, cover up. We basically learn that the government, because this is a touristy sort of area, they are saying, oh, by the way, there wasn't actually a monster attack. What people saw online from all these video clips of people actually dying was just a movie being filmed <laughs> here. Which, by the way, I laughed out loud when I... <laughs> like that. Was- yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can buy they might try to cover it up in some way, but not I, not with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like... It's like, you know, we, we got smartphones now, guy. You know, if it's a movie set, you know, we're going to see camera crews and, and stuff. <laughs> You they know? were like taking notes from Alex Jones or something. On yeah, that one. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what was going on, but that comes out of absolutely nowhere and it's crammed into like a seven-minute sort of epilogue almost. And then the movie jumps five years into the future, 
and <laughs> we are given like it's it's not quite it's like it's more than 30 seconds but it's like a 30 second snippet of our main character the detective in caves like basically doing the whole uh looking at the cave drawings of the monster and then he comes face to face with the monster and then the movie abruptly ends yeah so like very just like everything else with the editing in this film, it was just my head was a tonal whiplash. I, I don't know. It was bizarre. And it was a bit frustrating. It's, it's frustrating to know that this movie was interfered with because I really do like some of the ideas. But, Bird, we had talked before, we, you know, doing the podcast tonight. They really needed somebody to, to like give the script one more pass on. Like, they yeah. need somebody to, to look at it and kind of just clean up some of that and make it more cohesive yeah i mean um uh well yeah and the thing at the end i mean the the those uh naga creatures they're known to inhabit caves and uh, there are like cave uh drawings and stuff in the that actual area um so uh but yeah i mean uh that the little sequel bait at the end was um I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's just it. Everything just happens so fast um, <laughs> in that last act of the movie. Um, but yeah, I, you know, watching it, I was just like, okay, this is kind of a mess. And then in talking to the director and hearing about, you know, how the Chinese uh, uh, end of the production like inserted their own director to like do a bunch of crap, and it's like. You know, hearing yeah. that hearing that it was messed with, I'm like, okay, that actually explains a lot about why this is <laughs> what it is. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know how you do that without just starting from scratch and rewriting it. But you know, I it probably wasn't feasible or realistic considering the time, the budget. You know. Um, you know, they had to bring it, they brought in that Chinese director, um, you know, a little bit later on. So, you know, I don't know how, I mean, the way they did things, there's really no way to make something coherent. Um, <laughs> I, and I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, it, it's, it, it just feels like whether it's, you know, a little independent movie like this or a big blockbuster, um, it, it's like, you know, it, I, I don't know. I'm t I'm tired of the Chi Chi the Chinese investors going in and and messing with all these movies, man. I like it. It happened. It just seems to happen any time that there, you know, there there's a Chinese market involved. Instead of just being like, oh, okay, just trust the movie, and if it's good, people will like it. Like, like that stuff's always getting like meddled with for whatever reason like i like iron man 3 had like a whole subplot that was only in the chinese version you know they change all they change stuff all the time um and uh yeah i mean i guess even even little independent movies from thailand aren't uh aren't uh you know exempt from that um but yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm the the movie he tried to make and there's pieces of here I really think is interesting. Um I like the idea of, you know, a more fan a more fantasy kind of um folk movie 
with all these like you know this regional um folklore and you know all the the elements of buddhism and all that stuff um and that's the movie that i wish we had but it was like messed with <laughs> so so we don't um yeah it it's it's a shame that we didn't get to see what he originally wanted to do with with for for his movie and um one other just very while I'm thinking about it I was very annoyed with how many times they cut back and forth to the torture scene with the baby monster that like got captured mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like Every five seconds, they were like, they like prodding this monster, and it would cut to a different scene, and then back and forth. Yeah, the whole time um, I was thinking, like, why, how, why is that thing still there? How come no one's like driven it away or something? Like, just, <laughs> like either, either, like, kill, like, stop, like, stabbing, <laughs> just like kill it or don't kill it. But like, please, you're. <laughs> it was, it was a bit frustrating, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I like the ideas and the concepts, and in talking to the director and knowing what he was going for it makes sense why the end product is the way that it is. Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, I mean, he, I mean, he had, like I said, he has to, he's got a movie to promote, but you know, he, he has an upbeat attitude, you know, I mean, he, he, like when he was talking about uh, to us, he was like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's business, you know, the, it's the business. <laughs> and he was like, there's always a business end to this stuff. Um, and yeah, that's unfortunately, uh, very true. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't want to completely sour. I mean, this is a, a weird one in that um, in the the week or two since it it came came out, we saw it before because we had the screener. But um, in the days since it's come out, we've seen uh, either people. You know, I, I can't speak for anyone else's opinion, but we we've had people say things that I see them. Uh, over like over praise because you know i think uh, we want that next you know game changer and then i've i've also seen people say oh this is the worst movie i've ever seen and it's it's not either so i i i i've seen it overpraised and overhated um for me it's the kind of movie that um it it moves by quick enough that i i personally was never really bored with it um I think the monster is really cool. I think the monster scenes are really cool. I think it's really well shot. Um, the character beats that are there are really good. Um, it's just that the movie lacks enough focus on them. Um, and and so so there, there's quite a bit to like here, and then there's quite a bit to be frustrated about. I think that um, you know if you were to rent this movie on, you know, a, a, a lazy Sunday afternoon. Um, you know, it, there, there's way worse ways to waste an hour and 40 minutes or whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, after some of the stuff that we put up with for this damn oh, podcast, yeah. I mean, <laughs> both in and outside of this podcast, we've, we've seen so much worse. So, um, you know, I, it's if you're curious about it, I, I do think there's enough entertainment to make it worth checking out. I can't say that you'll be compelled to watch it again, or you know, I can't say that it'll become a new favorite. But 
Um, like I said, there's there's worse ways to waste time with a monster movie, and if you just want a monster movie you've never seen before, I think there's enough here to make it worth a watch. Um, like I said, can't guarantee you'll ever revisit it, but you know, you know, I I, I think there's enough there to to like for of for a viewing. Yeah, how many? Uh, I can't even think of a good. <laughs> um, what's what's a good ratings for this? How many? Uh, how many slimy repti- reptilian patches of skin <laughs> do you give very, this? Very appealing. Out of out of five, um, I'm gonna give it a three. Um, Two point five seems too low for me. Um, three point five seems too high for me. Um, but I'm gonna give it a three. Which, in my mind, a, th- a three to me is, you know, it, it's worth renting and watching, and th- that's it. You know, it, it, it's not something you need to. By a three is a movie that I liked enough for a single viewing, and I probably don't need to watch it again. But yeah, uh, I'm going to be a bit harsher on this, and I'm I'm sympathetic because I know the production history behind the movie. But I think it was really it was frustrating because I wanted to like it. I wanted like there were so many things I did enjoy, but the interference by the studios, the editing, the um, I just there are a lot of stuff that were that were frustrating. I think the movie could have also been um, trimmed down a bit. We could have seen less of some of the prop and using the you know different shots as opposed to kind of the same very similar shot over and over again. So I'm actually coming in at a two. Uh, I you know I not even a two and a half, just a not two, not even a two and a half. Because I the more that I've sat with this, like I think the more frustrating it's become because it, is. it had a lot of potential. It is like it, it had, it had the potential to be something that like I would have really, really liked. And instead we got this. And again, that's not, uh, th- that's more on the studio interference. Than anything. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, like I said, I, the only thing I would hold the director like super accountable for is like, okay, you, you had a lot of ideas on what you want to do with this character and this mythology and, you know, I think you should have pulled back a little bit to focus more on, you know, the the story wise, you know, stuff than the emotional moments. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to get. I, I mean, I, I yeah, I'm. I don't know. I mean, that that situation stinks, quite frankly. It does. Um, it does. And and it's you know the so stuff like that. You know, maybe some of the editing stuff like that is stuff that I can hold him accountable for, but. Just the the kind of narrative mess that it is, you know. I'm I'm not gonna pick on him for that. Um, that's just, ugh. I mean, I I don't know. I hate when filmmakers and movies get messed with. I I just I hate it. Um, so you know, may, maybe that's part of why I'm a little more forgiving. Is because like it's hard to even it's hard to make any movie, and then when you add in all this pressure from another nation <laughs> having representatives being like, you know, we're going to bring our own director in. And it's like, God, that's got to be just the absolute worst. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're on the, even though our, our numerical ratings are, are, are different. I mean, we're, I think we're, we're on the same page. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's too bad. I mean, I, we're always waiting for that next 
movie in this genre that's going to come and just, you know, knock our socks off. And so, um, you know, this, this isn't it, but we'll see. I mean, um, the movie still hasn't come out in China. That's one thing we, we didn't mention. The movie didn't oh, come yeah. out, hasn't come out in China yet, but what's interesting is the Chinese version is going to be mostly following these scientist characters. So they're probably going to have a similar experience, but they're going to be like, what was with the, uh, <laughs> the, you know, the brother and sister? And what was with that cop guy? You know, why not just, you know, tell the story about the scientists? And so, um, so yeah, it's it's going to be nuts. I, I would be curious about what the Chinese version is going to be like, but considering that the the shoehorned in you know science stuff, you know the the crowbarred in science scientist characters, considering that's what was the least interesting part of the movie and the part that wasted the mo- more screen time than anything else, I probably wouldn't like it very much. But I would be curious just to see what it's like, but. Um, so yeah, there's a whole other version of this movie that, uh, is going to be coming out in China and it's going to be way different and, you know, I, who knows what that's going to be like. Um, so, all right, so that's the lake. Um, so, uh, the beast below, um, is quite different. (laughs) Um, And, uh, so, uh, this is another movie from last year, uh, and released this year from Thailand, um, and this is about a giant lizard, um, that eats a bunch of people. Um, so Matt, I'm gonna let you do the synopsis for this one. Alright, uh, I will give it, I will give it my best, um... This should be an easy one. I'm going. I'm going easy on you, sir. <laughs> uh, so this movie—I I don't remember any of the characters' names—but um, this movie follows a basically this like they're uh, uh, f- uh, two friends that uh, kind of grew up together. They both uh, one has like a biological uh, his grandfather that kind of that the other that his friend also calls grandfather. Um, and the grandfather, we learn, has passed away. And so he is basically going back to pay his respects. But it's been like 10 years since he's set foot in his hometown and people are giving him grief about it. Uh, he has pursued a career as like, uh, I guess, like a rapper. And he has some friends with him. Um, and so he goes to pay his respects. And we see and we interact with the grandfather and we kind of see their relationship um, through like ba- uh, flashbacks throughout the movie. Um, in the meantime, uh, his friend has become like this huge what, TikTok star, um, and very influential. And basically in her hometown, there isn't water. So they have asked for people to come and drill for water, uh, which we'll talk more about. Um, and in the, the first group to find water using their little rig is going to be able to get like a million dollars. So all these people come out, they start drilling for water. Uh, as you can imagine, there is this serp, there, this lizard creature that has basically made its home in this area. And is the reason why the water has basically disappeared. We actually learn later on in the movie that the, the lizard built this like dam thing to, to blockade the water. 
um, so he can make its its home in these like underground reservoir areas. And the lizard starts to basically pull the trimmers, and literally they reference trimmers in the movie, which was pretty funny. Um, but it starts, you know, attacking people that are in its way, and starts cocooning them and putting them uh, in its nest because it has some eggs, and it's going to feed its young. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much the movie. We follow those same characters, and um, they have to deal with the threat, and a lot of them die. Yeah, um, it's a way more simple <laughs> yeah. plot. It's, tr- it's, it's um, a very straightforward movie in that respect, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, it would be like if over here, if like Mr. Beast or something was like, <laughs> find a water reserve and I'll give you a million dollars or something. Yeah, uh, well, okay, so let's, let's talk. There, there is like some real life stuff going on. There yes, there is. In... Uh, in Thailand, um, and not just just Thailand, but like in, in a lot of uh, non-industrialized nations, there is a thing as you know water scarcity, or like you know if you're here in Flint, Michigan, I guess you got drinkable <laughs> water anyway. Uh, but basically, like the reason that so many people are interested in, in going to the area and actually like digging is because a lot of them actually would do that. And many of these villages that don't have, uh, you know, they're, they're rural; they're not connected to a big city. They actually do have to dig and find their own water. That's not uncommon in a lot of countries. And uh, apparently in Thailand, especially, like, the government was blaming at one point, like, blaming farmers for, like, using all the water and stuff. So it's kind of, it's got some, like, actual uh, history that would be, <laughs> like, I can't even imagine, like, you're, well, remember, like, uh, the the different country, obviously, but remember during the Olympics, like, uh, the Chinese government, like, blockaded rivers and diverted them to the city. To like do like a water show basically to kick off the Olympics. <laughs> like, what is wrong with these places? Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't realize it was it was that bad, but yeah. There's a the they're they're twenty twenty. They had their worst drought in over forty years. Yeah, and it was it was said that uh, um, it was said that uh, by twenty twenty five it would be like a horrible awful like basically everything would be awful <laughs> so um so yeah i mean that stuff people can can look up online there's places where you can you know donate to uh you know charities for not just thailand but other countries that you yeah. know don't have clean water um, so that, I mean, that's, that's, that's a, a rabbit hole worth, um, worth looking into, um, because, you know, it's also something where people can help. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, uh, this is one that, um, you know, early buzz and, uh, even I'm, I know I watched the trailer, you know, whenever it came out, it feel, probably, I don't know, it feels like a year ago, but it was probably like three months ago or something. <laughs> um, I, but from what I, I mean, I, my memory could be just shot, you know, maybe I'm senile, but I, I feel like the tra- the way the trailer was cut and also the way it was sold and even some of the reviews I've seen have really talked about this being um, a comedy. And it, it's not, it's not that it's a, I don't know. I, it, I this wasn't really a comedy to me. It's it's li- it's it's very lighthearted, um, and it has a more kind of uh, you know it it has a it has a little bit of a tongue in cheek quality to it. Um, but it, it it you know it's a movie that's definitely trying to have fun um, more than like 
be scary or have a lot of symbolism or anything like that. But I don't know. Calling it a comedy isn't, I don't feel like it's quite accurate. It's, it's, it's very light. It's a light kind of fluff movie, but I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it's a comedy. Yeah. I, I would say it's like, it's basically a monster. It's, it's a drama movie with a monster in it with, comedic relief that i would the best comparison i can think of and i hate myself for even saying it but like it's basically what the marvel movies do when they interject a comedic character or a comedic bit it to, to kind of lighten the mood it's kind of that yeah Maybe right better right comparison bird was one you actually said which was like it's it is like tremors <laughs> yeah kind of yeah like you know, tremors yeah, yeah. Tre- tremors is a fun movie that doesn't take itself seriously but it's not like wacky enough to be like a comedy. I was expecting something a little more like Madcap and like, <laughs> you know, wackier. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would. I, I would say it's. I mean, like, I, I did find the char- the characters to be f- decently charming, and they all do actually have personalities, which is nice. Uh, very clear motivations, but like, it, it it was a fun movie. Like, I don't regret watching this at all. Yeah. Um. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, and, um, so unlike the lake, this monster is, I believe, probably a hundred percent CGI. Um, yeah, I believe so. And, and pretty, I mean, I, this movie was likely pretty low budget, but, um, for whatever low budget they had, the CG was pretty good. I thought, I mean, there's some scenes where it's like not the greatest, but um, <laughs> so, better than I would have scenes, expected. Yeah, I think some of the death scenes are actually sort of like enhanced by how non-realistic some of the CG was at times. If that yeah, makes sense. yeah. Like it was, it like added to the charm somehow. Yeah, and there's some uh, there's some fun kills in this. Like um, yeah, there. Are. Like it, the one where it like flies like through the guy, <laughs> and then like he splits in half. Um, like Ichi the Killer style, like, uh, um, so yeah, and, and it, 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 you know, it's not like a gore fest, but like the deaths are bloody, you know, there's body parts, there's, you know, um, people getting beheaded, uh, you know, it's, it's not like super gruesome and it's, it's, it's played in a cartoony, non-realistic way, but, um, but yeah, it definitely isn't afraid to, uh, show people, you know, getting their heads eaten or cut off or whatever. Um, uh, so, I mean, there's some fun to be had with that stuff. Um, yeah, the characters, I mean, they're, the, the, I, that's one of the place where, places where it kind of excels is that the characters are, um, for the most part, entertaining. Um, and that's really all I need from a monster movie. You know, the most common thing that people say when people like me say, you know, oh, I wish, you know, the MonsterVerse movies had, you know, better characters. And it's like, well, what do you want them to, you know, I mean, they're, they're, these are Godzilla movies. They're not going to have, you know, the best character. And it's like, I don't, I don't need the best characters. I just need people that are fun to watch, that have interesting, you know, dynamics with each other. Um, and in, in monster movies, they... Uh, the the ca- characters in monster movies that uh, work are ones that are broad personalities. You know, they might be types 
or whatever, but they, you know, they're fun to watch. Uh, there's something about to where, how they interact with people, um, that makes them fun to watch. Um, you know, you have this, we had, we had, there was an over the top, like villain character in this, who's like this rich, like asshole that's trying to find the water. And, you know, he's just this rich, like sleazy scumbag. And it's like, that's a fun character to watch. He's an asshole, but like, you know, he's got, he's got personality. There's something charismatic there, you know? Um, it's what you don't, it's, you know, it's it's something that I, I I don't get from a lot of the newer uh, movies coming out, and that you know, same with you know the the monsterverse. Most of the monsterverse stuff, you know, Shin Godzilla. Um, that's one thing that I liked more about Shin Ultraman is even though the protagonist is a little dry, you know, there's colorful supporting cast members that keep things lively, and it's like okay, like this is this is enjoyable. Um, that being the main guy in this is kind of a dick. <laughs> um, yeah, <he's... laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I look, I get it. He's a washed up pop star and he doesn't even have money to make like new records anymore. You know, so, you know, I get it. He's, he doesn't have the best luck or the best life going on, but like, well, they flash back to him and his grandfather a lot. And, um, and uh, those scenes are actually really, really sweet. And, you know, maybe I relate to them because I was really close to my grandfather or whatever. But, um, like, you, their relationship sours, you know, and we learn that over the course of the movie. And, like, the reason for it is that, like, he, it turns out, um, the reason for that is that he, uh, like, he, he won, um, what would it, he, it was, a, he won a medal for something, what was it? I don't know, some sport or something? Was it a sport? What did he win a medal oh, for? I, sorry, I had excellent mute. I was, like, talking to you and <laughs> oh, <laughs> myself like Yeah, instead of, instead of just sound like I was going crazy. No, but. I thought, yeah, um, he won, he basically, he won some sort of medal and got first place and he was upset that his grandfather well first of all his parents have died he's being raised by his grandfather and he expected his grandfather to attend and his grandfather on his way to actually attend the award ceremony stops and finds a father and a daughter the daughter ends up being the his friend his one of his close friends in the movie but she's been bitten by a snake and they need to get to a hospital and they don't have a vehicle so he takes them to the hospital thereby missing you know that his grandson get the award, and his grandson like holds it against him and and forever. You know. <laughs> but like, okay, so this was this was a, a slight gripe because it's totally a hundred percent realistic for a kid not to understand that sometimes life gets in the way of like your expectations. But wouldn't you, as like the grandfather, be like, yeah? Did he just not say coming? anything? Like, like he just doesn't tell him anything. And so this like embitters this little kid to hate his like you know and to the point where he doesn't even go and see like anybody in his like family or circle of friends for like ten years. Yeah, talk about overreacting, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, so not only did the grandpa like why wouldn't he tell him that? But then the girl that he saves is um this it's the girl that is also the YouTuber that's like holding this contest. Um, also, his like love interest now. Yeah, who, who, yeah, who was his childhood, f- his childhood best friend, 
His, it's, so it's his childhood best friend that he does have a crush on, and um, she like she's now a famous YouTuber or whatever. But um, like you think she even would have said something like, "Oh, hey, like it was like I don't know what I would have done if your grandpa didn't like." run into us and happen to save me like nobody told this guy this for like (laughs) for like 20 years do you think it's gonna be like some dark family secret and it's like oh he actually actually you know was just being a good person and helping somebody else yeah (laughs) so yeah so i was like what the hell is going what 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 kind of it's the weirdest family drama I've ever heard, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, like, that's really, aside from that, like, I actually kind of enjoy all the characters, but, like, I wish, th- there were, I wish that wasn't the brunt of, like, all of the, you know, disengagement from his family. Like, it should have been something different, but I, you know. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> they they got in a, like, bad fight about something or what like yeah like he had to save a life instead of go to your award <laughs> ceremony is a pretty low stakes <laughs> situation I uh I, I do think the monsters i mean like it's it's like a it's a it's a giant lizard but it's it's got it's it's fun when it's on scene on the screen actually the movie's opening is hilarious because like this guy's riding a motorcycle and like the all of a sudden like the bike like goes he like lets go of the bike and the bike keeps going and he like looks down and he realizes that his like legs are gone and the yeah. monsters like grabbed him it's pretty funny yeah the monster i mean for just being like a giant, giant lizard literally like a giant iguana kind of not iguana i don't even know what there's there's a name for a the, monitor they in the movie um where's danny lee being at man i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah i want him to watch this just to tell me if like the lizard right, which, uh stuff yeah. is all accurate like yeah because the thing that the lizard does is like um it's got a nest under the ground and um when it when it takes people it like pukes this stuff all over all over them that like hardens and preserves their bodies and um and it turns out that it's doing that because it wants uh, to save them as food for the babies when they hatch. Um, I don't know if that's a thing lizards do. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a something where they say, like, you know, uh, lizards that are used to, um, you know, living in the in the dry heat, like they hate water. I don't know if that's true. I feel like everything needs water. <laughs> to live uh, but i could be i could be completely wrong they might have done a ton of research on lizards and this is 100 percent. that's why i need danny danny bean to watch this and tell me um uh so yeah the the there's there's some science stuff there that i'm not quite sure about um Oh, another, like, little nitpick I have that just bothered me a lot is, like, so we see, you know, when the monster takes these people, you know, it, like, kind of, like, pukes them up in, like, a corner of its cave and then pukes all over them. But, of course, when um, the leading lady gets taken by the monster, it just puts her down and then, like, walks away. And it's like, whoa, 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 why didn't, whoa, 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 why didn't you, like, throw up all over her? (laughs) Um... Uh oh, and th- then there's there yeah I, I meant to ask you this this too like there's like another guy that uh, he says like was like his grandfather's assistant. 
that like follows them around a lot, but like what what I like I'm I'm unclear as to like what that guy was doing for his I guess he's a caretaker. He was a caretaker of some kind, but yeah, I, unclear. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. He's like introduced, and they. So his, I think his grandfather like was one. Like his grandfather used to like would go and um, dig wells or like find water or whatever. And I think his assistant was doing some of that. Like he, they they bring him along because he knows how to do that. But his grandfather also was showing his grandson how to do that some too because he's got these like weird tools and I don't know. There was some like it felt like metaphysical things going on in the movie where they rub these two like pieces of metal together to be able to somehow hone in on where the water might actually be. Yeah, yeah. But, and um yeah, the the assistant has like a thing for the guy's uh cousin. Yeah, because they're the, the they're the three that go out and enter the competition. Is like the guy, his cousin, and the his grandfather's assistant. Um, I don't know if it's like a th- Thailand thing, but there's also like a weird like band <laughs> or something that that is uh, yeah. part of it, and they all have like goofy like bowl cuts. <laughs> um, that was like me when I was. <laughs> From the age of like seven to thirteen, yeah, and they're they're like a really kind of over the top like group of characters too. Um, uh, yeah, in it, it, I guess another thing that uh, I I wish there was a little bit m- like when I first when I first discovered like oh it's taking everyone and saving them I was like oh man like I wish all these people were just dead because I'm I don't know. I don't know what that says about me, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, so they save a, a bunch of those characters and then like at the end, they're like, uh, like pretty much our like main characters are the ones that confront the lizard at the end and that everyone else, they're like just, uh, Oh, the, the, they tell the assistant guy, they're like, uh, get everyone else to safety. And that's like the last we see of like, 15 characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is, uh, I'm kind of with you. I, I do wish that there would have been a bit more payoff. I also, so like the, the villain guy doesn't really get the kind of comeuppance that we would have wanted. And in fact, he's sequel bait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the movie, he's like, it's revealed that he has survived, but he has a, he's got one of the eggs with him yeah which he'll probably you know i guess the idea is he's gonna find some way to exploit the that poor creature yeah, or whatever he, he he should have it's nobody else like oh he yeah he's die. he's he's kind of the worst yeah he's like very inappropriate in an entertaining way but he's yeah. he's he's he's, he's, he's <laughs> also not. the worst yeah but this I, Listen, I, I think this is a really fun movie, and for anybody who wants to check it out, you can rent it for a couple dollars. It's also on Hoopla, at least it was yep. for me. So, um, yeah, if you have a library card, you can watch it for free on Hoopla. Um, DVD is so, out, at, and yeah, you can rent it um, for different reasons. From the lake, this is a very good. It's a lazy day. I want to watch a monster movie. I've seen all these all the monster movies. I have a million times. What's something new I can watch? This is a good thing. Rent it, stream it on a lazy day. 
you know, and you 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 will be entertained. Um, you know, I I think you know there's a lot of territory here that we've seen before in other movies, whether it be you know Tremors, Jurassic Park, whatever. Um, so you know, it's it's not the most inspired or original movie like this, but um, it is competent and it has enough charm to it to make it something that you know, throw it on on a lazy evening and you'll, I think, I think you'll have a good time. Um, so where the lake is more of a, I really see what they were going for here. The stuff where that comes out is really good, but the rest is really frustrating. <laughs> um, and since there is uh, enough good stuff, I think you'll, be entertained for a, a one-time viewing, but you'll probably walk away being like, God, I wish it was better. This is one that you watch, you're entertained by, you come away with with no real, like, you know, you're not going to come out being like, this is amazing, and you're also not going to come out being as frustrated as you might with something like The Lake, where you see the potential and just are like, well, I wish there was, you know, I wish it didn't wind up the way it was. Um, so yeah, I, I think that this, you know, this gets a, a light recommendation from me. How many, uh, trimmers references <laughs> in this, <laughs> um, get this out of five. So like, uh, like the lake, I'm going to go with a three, um, for some reasons that are different. Um, but they both fall into that, you know, if you rent this on a board evening, you know, there's enough here to entertain you. Um, and like I said about the lake, you might not be, uh, you know, this might not be something you pull off your shelf every few months or every few years. You know, for me, I don't know that this is a movie that I'll ever feel like revisiting, but when I watched it, I had a good time with it. So um, this this gets a three, a slightly more recommendable version of a three, in the lake, but still a three nonetheless. And I, I think that I think people will have fun with it. Yeah, I, I also give this a three. It's a, it's a it's a fun uh, it's a fun movie that I think a lot of people will have will have a good time. And you know, if you're um, I don't know, it's like it's just one of those movies you can kind of throw on and not have to always pay attention, and you'll still get the gist of what's happening, and you'll still get some really fun death sequences. So yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so, uh, yeah. Thanks, Thailand. I don't know. Now, in Pad Thai. It's Pad Thai time. <laughs> I wish. So, all right. Well, we. you got anything else uh, about the, the, the Thai kaiju invasion? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Well... All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Kaiju Transmissions podcast. Please take a moment to rate and review us on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Make sure to subscribe for all the latest episodes. You can also check us out on Twitter at KT underscore podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Kaiju Transmissions. And you can email us at kaijutransmissions at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. And we will see you next time.